1: Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasai. <laughs> I fooled you, didn't I? You thought it was someone else. You're
2: like, what? who are these people? Where a, are they recording from? An
1: English persona. You know, what my, my British
2: fam is coming next week.
1: I bet they are. So they can teach you. What is my British alter ego? Matthew. Oh, that's just the same <laughs> name in a different no, accent. No, it's but
2: with two Fs. Matthew.
1: Matthew. I'm here in the studio, right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Okay, anyway, (laughs) we're kicking (laughs) things off today with a little ranting, as always. Then we've got Worst Things First, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous worst news of the week. And then we are diving deep into the hot topic of exercising. Oh. Listen, I have not been feeling very motivated lately, and I need to bitch about it. And that is what this podcast is for. my personal complaints and finally we'll get into all the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier with our chasers that's all coming up so let's get into it let's do it let's start the show All right, Barry, what do you got to gripe about this week? I know you've been seething because
2: your body
1: body is a disaster.
2: I have been seething. My body is a disaster. And here's what has been setting me off. I'll just be going about my day having a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, there's another fucking photo shoot press situation around Lee Pace for this new A24 movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. This is not sponsored by them, although A24 will happily take your money. Here's the thing. Lee Pace, so fucking
1: gorgeous. Yeah, six foot, five inch actor, Lee Pace.
2: Oh God, and just they keep promoting this movie so hard and it, it keeps just being shoved down my throat and I welcome it, but I also say it's too much. You can't just keep putting out all of these new pictures of Lee Pace and expect me to
1: just go about my day. Right. Like everything's normal. Lee Pace has become the Beyonce of gay men, which (laughs) (laughs) and what I mean by that is that he doesn't speak. (laughs) He doesn't really do interviews or press. All he does is occasionally drop a stunning photo shoot Mm -hmm. and says, here you go. Here you go. Jizz on this,
2: (laughs) and I say okay, (laughs) and then I do, (laughs) and then it's a messy,
1: right? And then before you know it, it's 2 p.m., and I'm raw. (laughs) it's just like really
2: difficult and it both is a damper to my day and also a chaser for my day
1: yeah it does bear repeating and i'll say this as often as i can that i did see lee pace in angels in america on broadway where he was fully naked i would not be able to
2: handle that flop
1: (laughs) and we were in like row three wow right where he got naked. and
2: yeah
1: let me tell you yeah (sighs) six foot five I don't know if he did like a Joey Tribbiani like put a little meat around your dick to like make it look bigger. <laughs> Do you get that reference? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Friends, one well, of the yeah. most
2: no, I know that widely show. watched shows. I knew shows. the name, but I didn't get. What he did. Anyway, not only are we getting all these photo shoots, but they actually did some sort of premiere type of thing screening in Fort Greene Park, which is right by my apartment. And I didn't know until afterwards. So the fact that he was that close is a personal offense. And so that's it. Uh, I feel attacked by Lee Pace and his gorgeous face and bod. And um it's really hard. It's really hard for me right now.
1: I really couldn't tell you a single Lee Pace role outside what? of... Pushing Daisies,
2: Foundation, Halt and Catch Fire.
1: I don't know what that one is.
2: It's a show that I, I do need to watch more of. Uh, he was in The Hobbit films. Right.
1: That I know. The Hobbit and Pushing Daisies are the only things that I know been he's been in. Been
2: a lot of stuff. Spent a lot of stuff. But good for him. Good for him. Also, fuck you. Yeah. What's bringing you down this week? <laughs> what are you here to bitch about?
1: Um, okay. So I haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but guess what? I'm becoming a mother. Uh,
2: Guys, I'm pregnant.
1: I am fully with child. (laughs) With Matt's child. And by that, I mean, I've been looking for a dog. Yes. And I want to bitch about the process because (laughs) adopting a dog is not easy. They make it so difficult. You can literally, I was just talking to someone today and they pointed this out. So I don't want to steal their observation, but like straight people can just fucking have a baby. Yeah. And it's that easy. Yeah. And the amount of hoops that I have to jump through in order to get a dog? Far too much. Oh, yeah. And some of these, I mean, part of the hoops is that some of these rescue shelters, in air quotes, are shady as fuck. Mm -hmm. And it's just like some lady in her kitchen running a rescue. And it's like, okay, well, are you legit? (laughs) Or are you going to give me, like, some rat that you found off the street? I don't want to be one of those people that says, hey, can anybody tell me if this dog is actually a dog or a bear? (laughs)
2: We've reported on that far too many times.
1: I, as, you know, in my position on this podcast, have been exposed to far too many stories about people (laughs) finding out that their dogs are actually some other species entirely. Yeah. I don't want to have to report on myself. Yeah. That's the last thing I want to do. Yeah. I've started to realize that you just have to send in an application. It doesn't matter if you're like kind of on the fence because the second you like something, someone has already adopted it.
2: Yep. You got to just send it in. You got to get your references in, which (laughs) is me. And I do take that position extremely seriously. Yeah. And you just got to get all that in and then hope for the best.
1: But I was looking at one because I saw this. I didn't really want to get a puppy because I don't really want to deal with a puppy. Yeah. But it's like double-edged sword because then it's like, okay, you get an older dog and yeah, you don't have to deal with a puppy, but also it comes with a lot of emotional trauma. (laughs) (laughs) You are inheriting someone else's.
2: Right. It's emotional trauma that somebody else gave it. Whereas with a puppy, you know that you are the one traumatizing the dog and like, You can own that a bit more. Yeah.
1: But there was one place that I was looking at and they had this puppy and I was like, oh, that is exactly the kind of dog that I want. Yeah. Um, And then I was looking into the shelter and it like turns out they maybe aren't great and they do kind of just get their dogs from puppy mills. Right. (laughs) They're maybe being investigated by the state government. (laughs) So it's like, okay, I don't like that. I have to do that research.
2: Right. There are so many dogs in need. And yeah, there's like gatekeeping and then there's these shady ones and it's And like also
1: the entire process is so like not digital? No. It's like today I had to fill out a PDF and email it back. <laughs> we have digital forms now. Yeah. And actually autofill. Yeah. I still have no idea if I've been accepted. Like I truly you just have to like wait and see and then suddenly you're a father.
2: Yeah. 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 It's just like pregnancy.
1: Exactly. But the scary thing is like, yeah, it's not just like, oh, I can return this in 30 days. It's like a commitment. Yeah. Like a long time. Yeah. You should take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be very clear if any potential adoptees are listening to this podcast, I'm a very responsible person Oh yeah. who will take very good care of a dog, even though I joke about being a piece of shit all of the time. Right. But I would make an excellent mother. And I actually have a shopping cart full of supplies that Aww. I'm just waiting to order. Because I also want to make sure I get all of the right stuff. Yeah. And the right size of everything. Right. But it's so hard cuz also it's like I don't want to be one of those people who's like oh I only want like a good looking dog that is photogenic like give me a freak I'll take yeah, it Yeah
2: you want a freak I do I have said repeatedly <laughs> I've that I've seen I... the photos of the dogs that you are interested in you want an absolute ball freak
1: I do want a freak little ball. freak Yeah <laughs> Anyway, so I'm pissed off at the entire process. It is nerve-wracking. I just would like someone to respond to my emails. (laughs) And I also just, yeah, the fact that I have to like message people on Facebook.
2: Oh, that's upsetting.
1: That's what I realized today. I was like, oh, this is why they're all getting adopted before they respond to my emails. It's because they're responding to Facebook comments of people saying, I want this dog. And then they're like, "Okay."
2: You do really have to get into the mindset of the people who are running these shelters. And those people are unhinged. Therefore, they are on Facebook.
1: Yeah. The dog that I was looking at that I still am like, is this the one that I'm getting? The pictures that were posted of it were uh, arranged in this like collage program that had like (laughs) a little cutesy frame put around the photo. And I was like, right. She's on Facebook. Absolutely. (laughs) Whoever is responding to this, I just know it's some woman in New Jersey Mm -hmm. sitting at her kitchen table on Facebook. Absolutely. Anyway, that is my gripe of the week. Someone get me a goddamn dog, okay, so I can do nothing else and pretend like I've done something with my day because I took care of a dog. I want to be that person who's like, I do have a full-time job. It's called being a stay-at-home mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's called being a homemaker. Anyway, that is my gripe of the week. Do we have a listener a rant, a why rant that we, we can do. we can play and react to? I think we should do it.
0: Will everyone please stop
1: using the word umami? No one cares. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is. Mm. And we don't want to hear about it. Wow. Short, sweet, to the point. We absolutely. Love it. Well, not sweet, actually, or salty or bitter. <laughs> I would say it has an umami flavor to it. <laughs> no, I don't know what umami is either. I've never ate anything that could describe it.
2: Right. Or wait. <laughs>
1: No. (laughs) I've never eaten anything where I could say, oh, that's umami.
2: Yeah. I think like if you know what it is, yeah, use it. But if you don't, don't try and act like you do.
1: Right. It is in the same vein as military time and all of these other useful things that you're just using as an indicator of, oh, look at me. I have knowledge. Yeah. And it's like, guess what? I don't give a shit. I don't need to describe what my food tastes like. I just want to eat it. Amen. Write that on a cross. write that on the cross (laughs) nail it (laughs) (laughs) that'll be my new um, cross stitch that on a throw pillow is nail that to a cross oh my god (laughs) Uh, that'll be my new catchphrase (laughs) it's a really good catchphrase (laughs) anyway that is our gripes of the week let us get to the headlines All right, worst things first, let's chat about the most ridiculous worst news of the week. First, a couple in Salem, Oregon won the lottery, but guess what? What? Their dog ate their tickets. Oh, what are we in, high school? Classic mistake. We got some homework or you didn't do? Yeah, I have never I don't know if I ever went to school with anybody who actually used that as an excuse. No. Or a situation where it actually manifested truthfully. <laughs> Everybody got way too create. I remember one time we had a teacher who came in and was like, I'm so sorry. I have an infant daughter, and she spilled my hot coffee all over your papers. And uh. we got it. We got, everyone got their, like, sopping wet essays back, <laughs> just covered in black coffee. All of our writing was... Stained.
2: Stained, streaked. Wow. Yeah. Caffeinated.
1: I will say, not to disparage an entire profession, but every elementary school teacher is clinically insane. <laughs> Right up there with dog shelter owners. Uh, I do love, though, like when you were a kid and you would get kind of a glimpse into the home life of your teacher. Nothing like it. Mm -mm. Truly just a hit of dopamine every time. (laughs) I was like, yeah, now we know. Now we know your life is a fucking mess. I had a sixth grade teacher was he taught us how to like meditate and Whoa. it was controversial. <gasps> really? Because everyone was like, he's indoctrinating us into like Buddhism. Wow. And he was literally like, okay, let's close our eyes for like 60 seconds and take deep breaths. <laughs> and some of the parents were like, no, 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 you get out of here. <laughs> um, also, I mean, it was just like a white guy whose mom picked him up for more <laughs> teacher our sixth grade teacher his mom picked him up from work which is kind of devastating
2: yeah um, it's like he never left
1: school yeah it's so crazy to think like he was probably 24 <laughs> oh, no i hate that but like there's no way of knowing no he could have been 24 he could have been 47 i have no idea <laughs> anyway um <laughs> So uh, this couple in Salem, Oregon, for some reason, they said they'd left their lottery ticket on the ottoman and then decided that they would go to bed. And when they woke up, their dogs had ripped the ticket to shreds. How much money did they lose, though, is the question. Right.
2: Is this like $12 to
1: scratch well, off? Well, you kind of just um, shit out the punchline there. <laughs> Yes. Ultimately, it was only eight dollars. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Which is like, this is not worthy of news. No. This is like, oh, my dog tore up a five dollar bill. Right. (laughs) the Call call the BBC. Call the New York Times. Go to jail. Um, Here's the thing. This week there was a kind of barren wasteland of stories, so that's why we're talking about this. I see. Um, I see. Even though the ticket was ripped up, the Oregon Lottery did honor it, and they did get their eight dollars. I mean, after tax, it was it was probably like two dollars. Right. But like, good for them. Thanks, (laughs) Biden. Thanks a lot, Biden. (laughs) Oh, is everyone happy that they have Medicare now (laughs) because of this new plan that got passed? Oh, you happy? You your Green New Deal. I'm actually in full support of that. And I do believe everyone should pay as much as they should, actually.
2: In taxes? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that we can have basic human rights. Amen. Because what is the government for? Not for building war weapons. (laughs) I'll tell you that. (laughs) Nail that on the cross. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank God they got their $8. Yeah. Because what would have happened if that dog had ripped it up? I mean, I'm sure that $8 will go to a vet visit to have that ticket. Oh, that's not
2: going to do anything for that. $8? I wish a vet appointment cost $8. When you get a dog, you're going to find out. Vet appointments? Extremely expensive.
1: Yeah. I'm gathering that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, one of the exciting things about getting a dog is, like, wondering what they're going to eat and poop out. Yeah. Because like when I was growing up, we had a dachshund called Frankie Mm -hmm. who did bite me in the face, but he ate a red balloon once and then we got to wait and see him poop it out. Wow. Yeah. Our dog
2: Izzy, he ate my sister's Tiffany ring that she got for her bat mitzvah. He pooped it out. My mom always tells
1: the story when she was a baby at Christmas, she ate a glass ornament and I was like, wow, that (laughs) is... uh that's something you did keep it, to yourself did, actually wait
2: wait your mom ate it
1: my mom as a baby like a toddler just ate a glass ornament like chomped into it like the <gasps> grinch <laughs> <laughs> my grandma like came around the corner and saw her just fully biting into a glass ball it's um, amazing that she survived to tell the tale But also in lottery news, a man in Virginia last week was told that his Mega Million ticket was not a winner. And then he decided to double check two weeks later because he was like, I think they're wrong. One million dollars, actually. He He won? He won one million dollars, but they told him he didn't at first.
2: Who can you trust nowadays? Here's the thing.
1: We didn't talk about this like last month, but like, didn't someone win like a billion dollars on the lottery? Yeah, like 1.2 billion dollars. This is
2: making me like want to get into the lottery.
1: Right. Everyone's like, your chances of winning the lottery are like basically zero.
2: Someone has to win.
1: You hear all the time about people winning the lottery. There's
2: an entire real estate show, like home improvement show that is finding Homes for people who have won the lottery. And there's multiple
1: seasons of that show. Or is that just like a sham put on by the lottery people wow. to get you to spend more money? I mean, it is it is good knowing that like whoever won that billion dollars, their life is ruined. Like there is <laughs> no way that they will ever be normal. no. That's the thing. Is like this is gonna sound elitist as fuck, and I'm not a billionaire. Um, I do <laughs> not believe not
2: even remotely a millionaire.
1: Someone who is just like a regular person, <laughs> and then they get a billion dollars. Yeah, that is not going to end well. No, they will become psychotic. Exactly, but like a billion dollars. Yeah, like
2: they're gonna be a supervillain on accident, like a stupid supervillain.
1: Right. Like, think how insane Elon Musk is. Yeah. And he got, like, softly yeah, launched into yeah. billionaire-dom. Right. But this person became a billionaire overnight. No way they don't become a serial killer. Yeah. And they'll get away with it. Yeah. You can easily kill people if you're a billionaire. Jeff Bezos does it all the time, <laughs> Allegedly. Anyway, next, a man and woman were arrested at Cedar Point after four witnesses told police that they saw the couple engaged in sexual intercourse on one of the amusement park rides.
2: Oh, talk about thrill seekers.
1: Now, I do have to give a warning here. Mm -hmm. Um, We will be talking about straight sex. (gasps) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um David Davis fake name and Heather Johnston fake <laughs> also <name>. fake <laughs> I mean, these are porn star names. (laughs) You can't tell me your name is David Davis and Heather Johnston and that you're not fucking in public uh, with the camera rolling. Yeah,
2: for a paycheck.
1: Both 32 years old. Oh, Oh my god. hey, same. Wow. They were allegedly seen having sex while aboard the giant wheel. (laughs) I'm thinking it's just a Ferris wheel, right? I believe so. Which is like a Ferris wheel is going that slowly for what? so that you can fuck on it. Yeah,
2: like, you're not just taking in the views. The view doesn't change. You're taking in
1: that d. Exactly. It does remind me of, and just to kind of lessen the blow, no pun intended, of this straight story. There was a famous video now of... Coachella a few years back, the Mm -hmm. Coachella Ferris wheel, yeah, and someone was able to zoom in pretty far and see, you just saw the kind of silhouette in the middle of the day (laughs) of someone giving someone a head on the Ferris wheel, and it was like, yeah, actually a stunning vista (laughs) in the desert on a Ferris wheel. So romantic. It's like, it's Coachella, okay? Nobody is... Sober, everybody is it's
2: essentially ap- burning. Man, there are no rules, exactly. And that's how it should be going into any amusement park.
1: What is Cedar Lawless. Point again? Cedar it's Point. an amusement
2: park, it's like Six Flags, but it's in Ohio, I think,
1: right? Right. I always remember that was like a big Midwest thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People, I never been,
2: but yeah, huge Midwest thing,
1: yeah. People would always yeah, come back and be like, Yeah, we went to Cedar Point on vacation, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, yeah. It's okay, like okay? you're not only time people Steph. ever
2: went to Ohio,
1: Stephanie. <laughs> They're all. I hated those kids who went on like vacations in the middle of the year in their family, and then they come back like a little tan and be like, "Yeah, we went to Disney," (laughs) (laughs) or they went
2: to Mexico and they came back with full-on cornrows. (laughs) They're just like twelve-year-old girls.
1: (laughs) Corn. A group of witnesses included two juveniles. uh Oh, Uh -oh. that's not good. I mean, yeah, (laughs) that is the complicating thing about a Ferris wheel is that it is a children's ride. (laughs) Uh, two juveniles who were in the cart below the couple on the Ferris wheel. Witnesses told the police that they could feel the cart shaking <laughs> and saw the man and woman both expose themselves on the ride. Okay, why are you looking? Yeah. Look the other way.
2: Jeez. But also, like, if you're going to engage in public sex, like, maybe you do a little bit of a better job hiding it.
1: Right. I do think you have to, like, be disguised about right. it. Right.
2: Like, if they're... Just the term both expose themselves on the right. I'm like, did you take all of your clothes off? Like, you don't need to... You actually don't need to take all your clothes off in order to engage in sex.
1: <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> I think it only works if everyone is completely naked. <laughs> everyone in the room has to be completely naked before sex. Um, the couple initially denied the accusations. According to a police report, Johnston told officers that she had shorts on under her dress. And that she dropped a cigarette pack out of them. And when she, <laughs> then she bent over to pick them up, he was helping her. What if that's it incredible? An incredible lie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> His
2: dick just slipped
1: into my. <laughs> it was
2: the only way that I could reach the cigarettes was with a little extra push.
1: This is exactly how porn is written. <laughs> a scripted porn is, yeah. You're on a Ferris wheel, mm-hmm. you drop your cigarette pack, of course. You bend over, wearing shorts yeah. under your dress, and then the guy asks if he can help. Anyway, the couple later admitted that they were engaged in sexual intercourse, and then they got arrested and transported to the county jail where they were charged with a misdemeanor. Aw. Misdemeanor? <laughs> I I hardly know demeanor. <laughs> 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 this episode is a mess. I'm so sorry. Everyone. Um, and finally, this story was sent to us by so many people. tragedy. Tragedy has struck our community. I'll claim her as part of our community. She is Freya the walrus, who we previously honored as a plus-size queen who is sinking boats. A shiro. in Norway has been viciously murdered. Slaughtered? Slaughtered in her sleep. By probably the government. Awake, by the government of Norway. Because she was, quote, a nuisance to the public, unquote. I just made that quote up, but I think that's what they said. Authorities in Norway euthanized Free the Walrus, who had drawn crowds of spectators in the Oslo Fjord, after concluding that she posed a risk- Two humans. So basically what happened is that Freya got too popular and all these bitch ass humans started coming up to her and taking pictures of her. And then she would get angry and lash out at them because they were violating her space. Yeah. And then Norway was like, I guess we should just kill it.
2: No, we should have killed all the humans.
1: Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Give me a torch and pitchfork. Fred the goat.
2: Let me tell you, you have angered him, Norway. You have angered Fred the goat. And this is
1: not over. I would actually ask the question, where was Fred when we needed him the most? Yeah. Not there. Wow. Freya was a 1,300-pound female walrus. She became this popular attraction in Norway. And despite warnings from officials that people should refrain from getting close to her and pose for pictures, people did it anyway. And... Basically, until last month, officials just hoped that Freya would leave on her own and that euthanasia would be the last resort. Also, like, move her. Yeah,
2: right. I feel like there are a bunch of other things you could have done before just fully killing her.
1: It's just like insane that you, like, she's putting Norway on the map. Yeah. What else do you have going for you right now?
2: Nothing. And no. Nothing.
1: Nobody's talking about Norway. No. And now we know them as walrus killers. Yeah. According to Norway's Directorate of Fisheries, through on-site observations the past week, it was made clear that the public has disregarded the current recommendation to keep a clear distance to the walrus. Therefore, the possibility for potential harm to people was high and animal welfare was not being maintained.
2: And it was their fault. It was the public's fault.
1: I should say that in a Nordic accent. Yeah, sure. Through on-site observations... (laughs) it was made a recommendation (laughs) is that nordic i don't know what it is anyway i think it is only fitting that we have a proper memorial to freya freya freya
2: Freya? she is now free (laughs) (laughs) y'all
1: a moment of silence for our plus-size queen
2: Wow, it was a beautiful, beautiful tribute tribute to our dear, dear Shiro. Um, (sighs) Your recorder practicing has definitely (laughs) paid off. That was just, just stunning. Thank you, Matt.
1: Rest in power, queen. And that is it for this week's Worst Things First. Good night. Deep dive. 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 Deep dive.
0: I lost, but now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the competition early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
1: All right, well. Long-time listeners of Unhappy Hour, you all were around when I first started my fitness journey. I remember talking about how much I hated going to the gym. I hated exercising. I remember the recording that we did where I said for the first time that I went to the gym and I was like, I don't hate it. Yeah. And gradually, yeah, listeners have followed along as we both have. As we have become fitness influencers. Yeah. Essentially. I'm basically. Have we ever been sponsored?
2: I'm basically fitness-related, no, but we do influence.
1: Yeah, all these fucking Peloton instructors are getting sponsorship deals from I don't know Gatorade and shit. Where's my sponsorship? Yeah, Capri you, Sun. You
2: put the gay in Gatorade. It's right there.
1: Yeah, stop giving it to these Peloton instructors who I will never give a shit about ever again in my life. No offense, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I only know Hannah F. Cody. Oh, my mom loves Cody. <laughs> Right. Everybody fucking loves him. And then he was on Dancing with the Stars. And it's like, what about me? I've been influencing people to fitness for... months, (laughs) I would say. Um, But the point is, there comes a point in everybody's fitness journey where you realize, I actually fucking hate this. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and I really don't want to keep going.
1: Exercising is horrible and bad. And to be fair, I have never enjoyed exercising.
2: Never, not once.
1: Uh, And yes, we've talked about exercising on the pod before, but I do feel like it is time to revisit this topic because I need to remind myself this Sucks. Yeah, and I need to acknowledge it sucking as such. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Exercising is the worst. First, I'll kick things off by saying I really don't like all of the types of exercise that are constantly being sold to me. Mm. The fact that we have Peloton, that we have CrossFit, that we have berries, that we have all these other Orange spin theory. classes. Crunch. Yeah, there are too many options boot camps, classes that I'm supposed to be taking, videos that I can follow along with. No! Okay? I'm old enough to remember when exercising was just standing in a machine that jiggles you around. Yeah. With a giant belt. Bring back those days. Please. Bring back exercising that was just kind of picking up a chain. Yeah. Bring back exercising that was just like building a railroad. Ooh, wow, yeah. At least like... I want to be doing something. That's
2: actually, you should pitch that to Biden. That's a great thing for the infrastructure bill is to like make it not just about the workforce, but actually an exercise regimen. Yeah. I think it's a way to get people to do labor for free.
1: Exactly. It's it's always like when you use an electric bike, a stationary bike, and you know that like your pedaling is actually like powering the machine. Right. And it's like, we could be doing other stuff with this. Yeah. You you watch old movies and you're like, how were these people so jacked? And it's like, oh right, they probably are just like carpenters also.
2: Right, and they had to like, when they were driving their car, they had to like use their feet to walk the car. Exactly.
1: Right, bring back Flintstones vehicles. (laughs) If everybody had to get to work on a Flintstone car, we'd all have the cabs of Hercules. Yeah. The point is there are way too many exercise options, and I just don't like what is being thrown at me. And they're all too complicated.
2: Also somehow all the same.
1: Right. Next, this is really my most important point, and I'll get this uh, out of the way up top exercising does not give me more energy. No,
2: it makes me sleepy. And
1: anybody who tells me otherwise is a bitch. (laughs) And I hope you're fucking happy with yourself. The idea that fitness people try to tell me that, oh, exercising will make you more alert during the day. It'll make you perkier. It'll give you more energy. No, bitch. All I want to do is take a nap, bitch. All I want to do is eat and sit down, bitch. Everything hurts now, bitch. I have never felt more exhausted than when I finished an exercise. And it's probably because my trainer is pushing me too much.
2: Sure. That's sure, what sure, I've convinced sure.
1: myself. And I don't know if that is like a self-destructive thought <laughs> where I'm like, uh is it actually too hard for me and making me too tired throughout the day? Or am I just not trying hard enough? And that is what's fucked up about exercise. Right. Is that ultimately in order to make progress, quote unquote, you have to push your body beyond its limits.
2: Right, which sucks.
1: The idea that building muscle is like you breaking your muscle. Yeah, you tear so it, it. repairs itself mm-hmm. is fucked up. That's not how body should work. <laughs> what kind of fucked up person designed this?
2: Also, I think we should focus more on maintaining painting
1: than gaining you know yeah
2: it's like I just want to get to a point where my muscles hold up my skeleton and then we're good
1: Everyone's like gains and it's like, no, what about maintains? Amen. With a Z. Right. We should start that as a hashtag. (laughs) My mom got me a shirt for Christmas that said like sleep, eat, gym. No. (laughs) No. Maybe I should just become a meathead. I think that's, that's the thing is like in order to like exercise, you have to go full in. Right. You have to kind of like... If it was a cartoon, I would attach a toilet handle to my brain and then flush it. And then you'd see my brain go kind of. <laughs> and then uh, it would all go down the drain.
2: Yeah. And then it would just fill up with and like then, weights and kickboxing and the TRX. And exactly. The, uh, the other stuff that I don't
1: know, because I haven't flushed my brain. But to get back to the point, exercising does not give me more energy. At the end of the day, I am exhausted after exercise. And all I want to do is sit down and think about how much I hated everything that I was doing. Yeah. Next. I don't know if everybody knows this because not everybody is as fit and active as I am. Exercising makes you sweat too much. That's especially the issue with
2: the summertime. It's like, okay, I'm already sweating. So why would I go do an activity that makes me sweat even more?
1: I don't like that any gym that I'm in is not 50 degrees.
2: Oh, yeah. No, A gym
1: should be bone cold. (laughs) Is that an expression? It is now. (laughs) (laughs) I should be able to see my breath. Yes. It should feel like an icebox. Yes. I want to be able to bring an ice cream cone in there and leave with it Mm -hmm. still fully frozen.
2: Absolutely. So
1: that I can eat it afterwards as a little reward. Well, yeah, of course. My building gym will jack up the heat. And it's like I am dying inside yeah it's actually worse for everybody else because now there is a puddle of sweat around me yeah the other day I've actually my trainer had me do these squat things Mm -hmm. sort of like you squat down and as you squat you get up on your toes and then when you come up you go flat again And when I tell you that after I was finished with that and stepped to the side, there was literally just a full (laughs) ring of water on the ground from me sweating um, in every direction. And that is disgusting and embarrassing.
2: Yeah. I was talking to someone recently complaining about going to the gym and doing hot yoga. And they were like, oh, but it's like so cool because then you get that kind of like glistening sweat. And I was like, no, it's not cute for me. It's not a glistening sweat. It is full, dripping. Also, my upper lip. It's like, is that a mustache? No, it's sweat right um it's not cute and it's not pretty it is gross
1: it's like it's 2022 we have makeup for that now yeah to make your skin appear dewy yeah i don't actually actively want to do anything that will make it natural
2: yeah also because my body doesn't do dewy my body only does faucet turned all the way to the right moist yeah
1: yeah fully like belly of a toad Mm -hmm. disgustingly wet yeah and um, this is also an appropriate point to say that, you know, we are in the midst of, like, global temperatures rising every year. Uh-huh. The ice caps are melting, blah, blah, blah. We're in for, like, record-breaking heat every year for the rest of our lives. Right, right, right. Um, This is your reminder to wear nuclear-grade deodorant. <laughs> the fact that temperatures are rising and that is coinciding with this rise of natural deodorants. No, bitch. You should not be getting your deodorant at fucking Whole Foods. <laughs> if there's grass or a plant on the front of your deodorant, it is not strong enough for this environment.
2: This is the first summer that I have gone back to an aluminum based yeah.
1: antiperspirant. Unfortunately, we need to be injecting ourselves with metal <laughs> in order to survive. Do do you want to live long or do you want to live not smelling like ass it's a question i ask myself every morning <laughs> and that bears reminding people yeah. especially when they go to the gym yeah that is another thing about exercising is that this is your reminder that it does make you smell mm-hmm. and that when you are around other people that affects them personally
2: right makes you smell makes your clothes smell it makes your hamper smell long time
1: Which brings me to my next point. I just need to have a whole separate part of my wardrobe that I accept is for getting destroyed.
2: Getting destroyed, it's a whole separate part of your wardrobe. It also is truly a whole separate part of your hamper. I feel like at this point, I have, this is so gross, but I have like, I dry my sweaty clothes in one area. Uh And then when they're fully dry, I will put them into a hamper. But I feel like at this point, I just need a separate hamper that is like nuclear box closed. Right, right like a safety deposit box in my closet for those clothes
1: you need to give like a handprint in order to open it yes yeah
2: alex many times has gone into our closet to change and then like oh no do i smell really bad smells himself and then is like oh nope it's barry's clothes again. yeah
1: <laughs> uh no that happens to me all the time yeah now my second bathroom, brag, is yeah. I'll throw my dirty workout clothes into, like, the second bathtub. Cool. Which is why I'm always, like, I don't want to take a bath in there. Fair. <laughs> um, even though I can just clean it. But the point is, it's so fucked that there are an entirely separate part of my closet that is just for clothes that I know I'm going to absolutely obliterate. Yeah, and it's not like pajamas that are comfy. No. Like that's a dedicated part of your closet for one specific thing and yeah. it's like, no, but that is good. Right. Workout clothes, bad. Also in general, just the fact that workout clothes are expensive. So
2: expensive. If you're
1: getting like, you know, proper workout clothes. I mean, any clothes can be workout clothes, just use whatever, but like I want the moisture wicking.
2: Right. Even I though that is made up
1: technology, to I know. want
2: it. That I'm going to be working out at some point.
1: Yeah, guess what, everybody? I'm signaling to you that I am better than you. Yes. But I don't want to actually exercise. Right. Uh, I always feel like such a tool in the gym, and it it <laughs> probably because I am.
2: Sometimes I wear those little
1: gloves, which yeah. I know are like douchebag. Mm-hmm. But it's—I just want to tell people like it's not because I'm a douche; it's because I'm gay, yeah. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> want my hands to have calluses on them.
2: You should just—I can embroider "I'm gay" on them if you want.
1: Yeah, I feel like there are some people who look so good in workout clothes, yeah. and my workout clothes just do not look good. No, I—I I do look just like. Yeah, same. Let's see. Next, I think I've complained about this before, but I don't like that exercise makes my veins pop out. I don't want to look like a Snickers bar. It's very scary. I don't like looking like when you suck on a Capri Sun all the way to the end and you see the straw through the side of it. No, it's gross. Mm-hmm. I'm always afraid I'm going to brush up against something sharp and it'll cut it and then I'll bleed out all over the floor. I don't like that I can see different colors inside of me. I just don't want to see my veins veins and I don't like that that is a consequence of working out and I should be able to decide if they come out or not
2: amen I agree
1: and I don't like when people will post like "Oh, I love when people are like vascular and it's like (laughs) that is disgusting actually you look like a diagram in a biology textbook and I don't want to see it um Let's see. What else? Exercise makes me hungry, uh, which is by design. I get it. You're expending energy and then your body is like, we need calories. Please right. eat. Yeah. And then it's like, OK, now I'm just eating the rest of the day, which is fine. Yeah, I enjoy I mean, eating I do that a Regardless. Lot, right. Yeah. But it's just like, OK, great. Now I just ate. And now I'm like going to have an entire meal again because I worked out. Mm-hmm. And it makes me ravenous. <laughs> I want like an entire fat juicy burger afterwards.
2: Yeah. I usually get headaches. I don't like that.
1: Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Exercising gives me headaches.
2: Sometimes exercise make me feel so good. Other times <laughs> exercise make me feel so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um it's probably because you're dehydrated. And it's just like, what am I supposed to be doing, drinking water the whole time? And then I read stories that are like athletes will drink too much water when they work out and then they'll like... Technically drowned.
2: Right. And then I hear that, oh, pickle juice is actually like an electrolyte thing and it's totally cool to take a shot. And then I come home from the gym and I just glug, glug, glug a bunch of pickle juice. Oh
1: my God. (laughs) That is disgusting. (laughs) Also, and this is important what the fuck is an electrolyte? Nobody knows. knows. This is a made up term. Well, let's add it to the list of made up shit that people talk about. Gatorade invented electrolytes and convinced us that we needed Don it. Don
2: Draper invented electrolytes to sell us Gatorade. energy drinks. Yeah.
1: I don't even know how you get it. Like my mom, <laughs> when we were sick as a kid, my mom would be like, drink Gatorade. It has electrolytes. Yeah. And you need to replenish Same it. Same with
2: like vitamin water.
1: And I think that's... Pedialyte. That cannot have been good for us <laughs> when we were sick, just drinking like sugary Gatorade. <laughs> Um, next exercising is too vulnerable. Okay. I don't want other people to see me struggling and ultimately exercising is struggling. Mm -hmm. That is the point is that you're pushing your body beyond its usual capacity. You're putting strain on your body. Yeah. And I don't want other people to see me in that vulnerable position.
2: Or to know what my face will look like when I reach that point or what sounds will come out of me. Yeah.
1: I really just need my own private personal gym and I don't want anybody else to be able to see me. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the gym at any given moment is my mortal enemy. Yeah. I hate them so much.
2: It's also amazing how I immediately see anyone else in the gym and I'm like, they're so much better than me and I'll never be as good at them. But like, what if they're looking at me that way? They're not. But what if they are? I know they're not. Yeah. But I just like immediately I'm like,
1: Probably I'm the
2: worst one here. Yeah, And it is a
1: competition. It is a competition. Everyone is better than you. And you can't just do it for yourself. No. And you should be able to. Yeah. And if only there was a way to fix that by just thinking differently, but you can't. Like
2: maybe going to therapy, but like, (laughs) don't tell me what to do.
1: This entire deep dive is sponsored by the fact that I have lacked motivation to go to the gym recently.
2: Yeah, I have not been able to go. Also, I love now that, because people might remember that Back when I had an IUD, I didn't have a period for six years. Mm-hmm. Now that I have a period, I love to use that as an excuse not to work out, even though I'm sure like oh, athletes yes. work out with a <laughs> period all the time. But I'm like, no, I can't. Like I'm low on iron. <laughs> right. I can't just like work out I am my period. And it's really good because it's like a solid amount of the month every month.
1: You were the girl I was jealous of in gym class. Exactly. Who had her period like the entire month. Yeah. Especially when we had to do swimming lessons. Mm-hmm oh, I would so badly wanted to get out of swimming. But yeah, no, lately, I don't know what is in the water or air, but I just don't want to go to the gym. I think for me, it's that I've been doing it long enough now that the novelty has worn off. (laughs) I'm serious. But it's like when you first start going, it's like, okay, I like this. It's like, I don't like it, but at least it's different. And it's like, I'm seeing changes and okay, I can get behind this. And now it's just like, i don't give a shit <laughs> i don't maybe i don't want to admit this but my trainer he gives me homework to do one day on my own and lately i'll just be like yeah i did it and i don't know why i feel compelled to lie to this man <laughs> I'll, he'll literally be like okay how much weight did you use on this one and i'll just make up another... <laughs> man. and i don't know why i'm lying about man, it i don't but I think it's because I have this compulsion. It's like, you, you want know. to please him. Right.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, my trainer just dropped off the face <laughs> of the earth. He hasn't <laughs> responded at all. Uh, He has not been programming for me. And could I go get a new trainer? Could I just go to the gym anyway? Yeah, of course I could. But will I have?
1: No. Like for me, it's just a reminder that I need to have that external validation. The only way I'm going to go to the gym is if I literally have to go because I've paid someone else. Exactly. And that third day that I'm supposed to do on my own, I'm like, okay, you're not here to check that I'm doing it. So I can just say I did. Right. It's not every week, but a lot of weeks. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. And I'm trying to re-motivate myself. But I feel like I have to start from the beginning again and be like, just go for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> go for a walk. That's what I did today. And then I ran into putty and then I had to leave. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What else about exercising sucks? Oh, right. You can just irreversibly break yourself. Right. And that is the scariest part, is that if you pick up something the wrong way, it could ruin your life and you'll be changed forever.
2: I mean, I was so excited to deadlift by myself and I went and I got the weights and I put it on the thing and immediately threw my back out. And I had to go tell someone. I was like, I'm so sorry, but I have to leave those there because I can't. I just hurt myself and I just had to leave. And it was so embarrassing. It's so
1: funny. It's like what the fuck is wrong with your body that it doesn't understand it's you're trying to help it right. and make it better and then it's like no guess what we're just gonna we're just gonna check out and now you won't be able to move properly for the next three to six months i've also because i'm on this corner of tiktok where i'll get like occasional fitness videos i can never tell if it's going to be a normal video telling me how to properly do exercise or if i'm going to witness someone have the most traumatic tragic accident at the the gym and I've fallen into this trap before when I think I'm seeing someone do something regular and then they're like oh here's where my bicep just snaps off I was like I didn't even know that shit could happen to me and now I'm terrified of that (laughs) happening even though I only do a bicep curl with like five pounds (laughs) I'm like this is gonna be too heavy I can like how do you know if your muscle is hurting because you're pushing it right Or so good. If you're pushing it too far. Hurt so bad. You don't know. No. And then you can just irreversibly break yourself. And that's fucked up. Also, there are too many types of exercise and most of them are entirely unnecessary. The number of movements that my trainer will have me do where I'm like, I don't see the point in this. I'm begging my trainer to just let me do a normal push up. Or something easier than that. Preferably, like just getting up and down from the couch. Right. Because he had me do the, I don't even know what it's called. It's like a Hungarian get up or something. And it's like this movement where. Oh, you,
2: you start lying down and you have the kettlebell and then you have to like get up, but you have to get up in this extremely specific way. And I right. don't even know what muscles I'm supposed to be using to exactly. get up.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We started doing that this yeah. week and he was like, OK, there's 15 separate movements yep. that you have to get. To. I was like, I'm begging I'm you. Can I just do a squat?
2: You and I should open up a gym and it'll be called maintains with right. a Z. And it will just be movements that are the movements to. To help you do the things you normally do and It'll that be is like, like getting up off the couch carrying your groceries putting a box up high on a shelf right doing all of those things
1: it should be called yeah like the bear minimum <laughs> and it's like that's <laughs> a
2: b-e-a-r and it's like a lean bear
1: yeah <laughs> i truly it's just like rather than pushing myself really hard like twice a week i'd rather just kind of like do the absolute bare minimum yeah like every day
2: you know what i fucking hate planks i truly believe no matter how much you do them you'll never get better at them i still shake and i'm like what also what is the point of this
1: Yeah, after five seconds, my body is shaking (laughs) like a blender. I do
2: them regularly. You
1: can set a (laughs) a, a glass of unblended ingredients on my back during a plank, and by the end of it, it'll be a full smoothie. (laughs) That is how much I shake during a plank, and it'll be after five seconds.
2: And what is it for? When am I ever in this movement in nature?
1: Yeah, but no, the Hungarian get-up thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, why are we doing this? (laughs) What is the point? (laughs) And he's like, it's actually like one of the most effective exercises and it works out like multiple muscles and stability and mobility and like, I but I don't give a shit. I have said for the last, I don't know how many years that I've worked with my trainer, I don't care what my muscles do. (laughs) Here's a picture of what I want to look like. Do whatever you have to to get me to look like that. And I realize that is toxic. <laughs> I realize that is not a healthy way of looking at it. I recognize these things. But that is what I believe. I'm not trying to go to war. I don't want muscles that will do anything. Right. And finally, I still, and this is years now into my fitness journey, have no idea what the fuck I'm doing in the gym. And that is what's (laughs) most important, is that nobody knows what they're doing. If anybody is thinking of starting to go to the gym, if you're thinking like, oh, maybe I should get into exercising and we have destroyed your dreams by explaining how terrible it is, just know that this many months now into my fitness journey, I still hate it and I still have no idea what the fuck I'm doing and feel like I look like an idiot and hate it so much that every time I have to do it, I consider turning off my phone, getting into bed and refusing to enter society
2: there are very few things that while I'm doing it all I'm thinking about is
1: doing I don't want to do this
2: (laughs) (laughs) and that's beautiful
1: so uh, shout out to us for being fitness icons stay tuned for our gym the bare minimum opening up in a city near you All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier. Starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. This week, I wanted to talk about some charities and organizations that you can support that are doing work to help people during this incredible, horrible heat wave that across the country, we've been experiencing incredibly harsh temperatures all summer long. And there are parts of the country that desperately need resources to help deal with uncontrollable heat. During a heat wave, it's super important, obviously, to stay hydrated, stay cool. Places need Water, water bottles, frozen stuff, fans. So there are places like your local food bank or mutual aid organization that are incredibly important to support in times where it gets incredibly hot. But there's also a list that The Cut published that we can put in our show notes that are a bunch of organizations that helps homeless shelters, organizations that help communities during these extreme weather emergencies. So, yeah. Great. It's hot. Stay safe and help support people who may not be able to stay as safe as you are. All right, moving along, what is your TV chaser this week?
2: My TV chaser, I have been watching Issa Rae's newer show on HBO Max called Rap Shit, featuring previous guest complainer, Aida Osman. The first couple episodes, filming-wise, are a little—it, like, takes some getting used to because it's a lot of, like— oh, the characters are FaceTiming, so they're, like, looking right at the camera and it's a lot of, like, oh, they're recording themselves and putting it on Instagram and, like, it goes to another character and they're on an Instagram live feed kind of thing, which is, like, very different from a lot of other shows, but Mm -hmm. it's funny and it's good and it's fun and I'm really enjoying it. So, rap shit on HBO Max. Lovely, lovely. What about you? What are you watching?
1: I don't think I've watched a single new thing this <laughs> week. Oh, maybe Poirot.
2: <gasps> you watch Poirot? Because I've my husband.
1: I've been reading the Hercule Poirot mysteries.
2: Da na 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 na
1: na na I'd be shocked if any of our listeners have heard that theme song before. (laughs)
2: It's so good. It slaps.
1: (laughs) Uh, If you don't recall, because you've mentioned it before. I
2: sure have.
1: But yeah, I mean, I have been reading the Agatha Christie Poirot books in order. And by that, I mean, I've read. Two of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then I, w- I will go back and watch the Poirot episode mm-hmm. of the BBC series. And yeah, they're also like an hour and 45 minutes long.
2: No, the earlier seasons are 45 minutes to an hour. And then they went to shorter seasons and longer episodes.
1: Well, because I'm also watching them in the order that they were published. Right. It's a different order it's, of the series. It's like one the in the TV fourth series. season, yeah. one in the seventh season. But I don't want to ruin the mystery. Also, I could just watch the show instead of reading it, but <laughs> whatever. It's fun to listen Can to the audio books. Can never get enough Christy for me. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they do all the accents and mm-hmm. the voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah love it. So fun. What is your non-TV chaser?
2: I just want to give a big shout out to mocktails. It's such a trend now. They don't aren't calling them mocktails like different places will be like these ones are spirit-free and right. things like that. But I really have been enjoying, like, I still want, like, a fancy Bev at a place, but I'm not really in the mood to drink. And I'm just loving these, like, cucumber syrup, seltzers, splash of bitters kind of things. Um, I've really been enjoying them. I've been getting them a lot. So just a big shout-out to Mocktails.
1: But it can go wrong because we— Oh, yeah, that was bad. That was very bad. Yeah, we got these cans of things and because it was, like, you know, I was a little stoned. I was like, I would love— we went to the grocery store, and I was like, I just would love some type of special drink. Yeah. You know, not I don't want alcohol right now, but I want something exciting yeah. to sip on. Right, And I got this drink that was, I don't know why I got it.
2: It was so bad. I mean, it's because we were stoned. I should have had my real gripe of the week, which was you deciding to, for a snack, oh, yeah. to get carrots and guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> um, Listeners, winos, don't do that because... It's like oil and water, okay, carrots and guacamole. When you dip the carrot into the guacamole, it doesn't stay on the carrot. It just, it slips right off.
1: It's crudita.
2: They are not meant to go together. And you were like, yeah, this is are. good. <laughs> I um, mean. Anyway, we also got these drinks. We also was, got shitty guacamole. They were, yeah, we got shitty guacamole. Listen, we went grocery shopping stoned. We were supposed to go in to get pesto and to get noodles so that alex could make us dinner <laughs>
1: and, and i we basically left. become a sister wife you have
2: it. i love that and he does too yeah but we went to get those two things and we left with about 15 pounds of groceries right 90 percent of which were bad yeah but we tried we tried to be fancy
1: yeah the fancy drink i got was orange and turmeric
2: yeah it was bad so you know it's a cautionary chaser be but vigilant. when it's right it hits real good yeah, And that's why I'm shouting it out here. Right. What about you? What's your non-TV chaser?
1: Mine um, is something that we both saw last night, and that is... Titanic, the musical, <laughs> yes. which is a off-off-Broadway comedy show here in New York that is a parody of Titanic, I guess, I host, guess. hosted by Celine Dion, <laughs> in heavy air quotes. It was just like the most stupid, ridiculous, but also super gay and fun Titanic, and truly incredible singing.
2: Like almost yeah. every cast member is a Broadway performer. So yeah. it was just like very fun.
1: Yeah. It was so ridiculous. Also, the one guy's ass was...
2: Unreal. I honestly, would say, we should post it.
1: <laughs> so mesmerizing. Couldn't look away. Yeah. I did not hear a single word that he said. No. <laughs> and then it turns out, because I remember seeing that article, there was that... Netflix show AJ and the Queen. Mm-hmm. And there was, it's, I think in the last episode, there's this guy who is naked and you see his full ass and it was like all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And it's that guy. Iconic. There's literally an article that's like, here's the guy with the big butt from AJ, <laughs> the Queen. And it is, yeah, like. It's worthy of talking about right now. You cannot look away. No. It's physically impossible not to stare at it. And he was wearing suspenders. I mean he knew. Yeah.
2: He knew he was lifting it up and he was lifting up (laughs) stuff. It it. was it was pretty amazing.
1: But yeah, it was a ridiculous show, but also fun and super fun. Yeah. And I'm sure it's still if people are in New York. Yeah, I think it's going
2: until the end of September. And then maybe they keep being like, and maybe more. So maybe they'll be making an announcement soon. I mean,
1: I did feel like one of the people who saw Hamilton at the public. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, we're actually seeing this before it gets big. Yeah. Anyway, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. Guess what? You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, you can head to the Odyssey app or wherever you get this podcast. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Belliside. Grace Chen, Liz O'Malley, Meredith Rice, and Kirk Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belliside. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hot. Line at 601 600 rant. That's 601 600 7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye bye. Near, far, wherever.